Hey guys, how are you all doing? If you're new here, welcome. My name is Crazy Ken, and welcome back to another episode of No Cameras Allowed, the autobiographical podcast that follows the history of myself and the Computer Clan YouTube channel, which is one of the longest running tech YouTube channels still operating today. So there's a lot of cool stuff in the past to talk about, and also some cool stuff from some recent projects. And today, we are going way, way back to the past, to one of the things that put us on the map. This obscure little video game, which I, you know, maybe wasn't so obscure back then, it was more popular back then, but this little game called Marble Blast, and that was one of the things that helped us establish our, I guess you could say, authority on YouTube. And I am here with Wave today, because Wave has actually been with me a long-ass time. We did some of these types of videos back in, oh man, 2007, 2008, so it's kind of cool to have him here and talk about this stuff from the past. Wave, thanks for being on the show today. Thank you for having me, Ken. Marble Blast is a game we've been playing for years, and funny enough, I still play it today, but having a newer PC really does me no benefit whatsoever <laughs> when trying to play that game. Because the amount of glitches that happen when you try to run it, super high-end. The I was playing Platinum about two weeks ago, yeah. and if you turn on mouse controls, you will spin like indefinitely fast that you cannot control it. So... So you're on newer hardware, much newer hardware. Yeah, when, and yeah having Windows 10 and high-end graphics and full screen on 4K so monitor. Why does the mouse do that? Do you have like really high like sensitivity settings or what? I, I turned the DPI down to one on my Logitech mouse just to see if that would do anything. And it was it still had, spinning? It doesn't matter. The first time a single input is put one direction, it is done. Just a software glitch or something? It has to be. Wow, okay. So, yeah, I mean, it's cool that you still play it. I mean, this game goes way back. We'll just do kind of... um. A brief history here, but also just to brief people who on who Wave is. I mean, if you haven't been following the channel from the early days, you probably don't know, but we've collabed before. And um, he currently runs the Diadcast YouTube channel with your buddy Jack, right? That is correct. Yeah, and it's um it's a new channel, so it's cool to see those things getting off the ground. And I also had Jack on my live webcast. Uh, oh man, it's probably been months ago already, but uh, yeah, he's a game designer, so. Uh, He's working on that. How's that going? He just he just face palmed right here in the office as I asked him that question. <laughs> so it was supposed to be released about Jack's game, know, right? Yeah, twelve weeks ago. Oh no! And while Jack is new to game design, he he is not the most computer tech person. He's recently getting into PC world. I've just built him a computer, sure. but he learned the valuable lesson of having a backup. Oh yeah. Because someone did some editing for him on the um script that was in the game, all the words that would appear yeah, on the screen for Because it's like an RPG, right? Correct. So, okay. A lot and of text. He took all the text over and saved the file. Well, that file the person was editing was a very old version of the game, just had the script in it. And he saved over the game itself that was almost completed with the updated script. So we lost Oh no. Weeks. Oh no. Weeks of oh, work. And <laughs> I asked him if he had a backup, and he was like, I do. But he didn't realize when he saved it, he saved it over his backup, not the initial file. So when he moved it to his PC, then he overwrote the original file. From the backup. Yep. Oh and no. He, so we lost both. So we had nothing. <laughs> I shouldn't be laughing at that. That's horrible. I'm so sorry, Jack. Um, if you're listening, yeah, save early, save often, have backups. Um, I always encourage people to do backups, but like even so, like 
you can still have that user error. But there is good news. It actually is to Steam right now, and once Steam approves the game, it will be live on the Steam store. Oh, cool. So well, hopefully within the next week or two, Steam will give us the approval and we'll have the green light. Yeah, and of course, you know, these episodes are recorded at different times from when they're published, so hopefully by the time you're hearing us right now, maybe it's already live. Who knows? By Christmas. We're hoping it'll oh, be live cool. by Christmas. Christmas 2020. Sweet. So, okay, so now you know a bit about Wave and Dyadcast and Jack's unfortunate uh, demise. <laughs> so, let's be, it's, we're all about gaming here today. Let's talk about Marble Blast. So, this is a game that came out in 2002. It was originally called Marble Blast, but then in 2003, they must have done some update to it because they called it Marble Blast Gold. Again, this was probably much more popular back then than it is now, and I will have some videos of it, including, I could probably include one from my buddy, Michael MJD. He played it recently on a video. I'll include that stuff in the show notes. Go ahead and click that link. And it's basically just like this little game. You roll this marble around these obstacle courses, but there's time challenges, and people were really competitive. Like, this was before, like, eSports stuff was really getting big, I would assume. Like, this was, like, early 2000. It's another type of speedrunning. Yeah. It is a speedrunning game, and the speedrunning scene has been around just forever whenever Pretty much, a game yeah. was made. And um, there were people who would just get super competitive with this in leaderboards and time challenges, and... Um, We'll talk about some of this stuff later, but, like, the game was very moddable, and, like, I would mod my own stuff and release them out there, and I would, like, set the time challenges, and people would record videos and put them on YouTube of, like, dude, you need to, you need to decrease your time, and I'm like, why? How quick did you beat it? And I see them do these edge hits and stuff, and they, like, quote-unquote, like, bunny hop or whatever you want to call it right to the end, and I'm like, what the shit? <laughs> so... Yeah, there were these guys that were really good at this. They played it day in and day out. So it was really big back in the early thousands, and there's still people that play it today. So it also came pre-installed on certain Macs. I don't remember like which ones, but you bought a Mac and it, you got it for free. But back when Wave and I played it, we had a Windows PC, so that's how. Ooh, that gateway. Mm. Yeah, we had like a gateway. Um, oh, I don't remember the model of it, but all uh, I remember is it got every single virus known to man. Yeah, we had some problems with that back then, but you know we weren't smart like we are now. We know how to avoid <laughs> I want to play Flash games. Leave oh, me alone. Dude, oh, Adobe Flash, yes. We'll be talking about that on other shows on YouTube and on the podcast. Flash, man, good times and bad. <laughs> um, so it was developed by Garage Games. It was published by Monster Studios, which is very evident because every time the marble game starts and your marble drops on that start pad, it says Monster Studios on it, so you know who the publisher is. And it was built on the torque. You're giving me a weird face. What does that mean? I've never read the start pad. <laughs> yes, <laughs> never pulled. You d Is there something on the end pad, too? I think it's just the Marble Blast logo. See, I thought that's what the start one was. No. Does the start one say something? It says Monster Studios, the publisher of the game. That. Hey, we'll, we'll take a look at some videos tonight that you probably haven't seen in, like, ten years. Oh, dear. We'll take a look at some of those. Um, but yeah, and it was written on the torque engine, which... Man, I haven't kept up to date with that. Do you even know of any, like, modern games that are on the Torque Engine? I'm sure there are. Not not that I know not, of. Yeah, none I know of. <laughs> so, um, that was the Torque Engine. And there was Marble Blast, Marble Blast Gold, and there was Marble Blast Ultra for the Xbox 360, which I was super jealous about because it had an all-new design, all-new levels, all-new soundscape and voice. And I was like, oh my gosh, there's all this cool stuff that only the Xbox 360 people get, of course. <laughs> Um, and then there was an online version of that Xbox game that you could run with some plugin in a web browser. It, um, Instant Action, I believe, was the website. And I guess that didn't last long because that got shut down. 
And uh, But it's still being modded today. There's awesome people out there that made Marble Blast Platinum, and those guys also made Platinum Quest. And um, there's some really awesome people that brought the Xbox Ultra version to PC. And I actually became buddies with some of them because we would, you know, talk and play their game on our live streams back in the days. And uh, we just kind of met each other through that. So that's like a, a quick and dirty history of Marble Blast. So now how did it affect the computer clan? Well, the first, at least on this date, the first publicly available video you can watch on the computer clan channel is actually a Marble Blast video. And I'm gonna pull it up here just for you know nostalgia's sake and uh, we get to listen to my voice. <laughs> my favorite thing about that though is our screen recording software we used for that video. <laughs> so we had just a little HD handy cam. It wasn't even HD, it was standard definition was DV tape, yeah. So we just had our little tape cam just on a tripod behind us and we're squatting down on the floor we're, so our head's not in the shot of this thing we're, as we're filming this. Just point the camera at the screen and shoot. Oh my gosh. Um, but yeah, that's what we did. We didn't have screen recordings. I mean, this was also 2007. Screen recording software wasn't like the easiest thing to get. And even if you could get it, it probably wouldn't perform the greatest. OBS wasn't a thing. Yeah, this people was, were using, mm -hmm. was it like Fraps? Fraps was like the Oh, main that's thing? right. Fraps was the big one. I used Fraps a ton yeah. later. Yeah, Fraps actually probably would have recorded it just fine, but I had no idea what it was. Yeah, we didn't know. When I was like 13 years old. So... Yeah, the earliest video you can watch on the Computer Clan YouTube channel is about Marble Blast. So the cool thing about Marble Blast is it actually had a level editor and a console built into the game. Kind of like if you install like a Valve game, you can type in the console and get all this Source Engine control stuff. Well, you could do that with the Torque Engine in these games. So I made a video where I thought it was a cheat code when <laughs> it kind of was, but it was more of a developer thing. And I showed people how to use it. It was published on November 11, 2007. Yeah. This is really early YouTube days, and it currently has 85,999 views. Uh, and I guess you could say, like, this is kind of one of the earliest things that helped put us on the map. So let's uh, go ahead and uh, take a gander at this here. You ready for this? What is that intro font? I don't know what the font is, but it's what? like that iMovie title that, like, scrolls like Star Wars. Oh, my gosh. I don't know what the font is, though. <laughs> but uh, here we go. Here is the first video available on the Computer Clan YouTube channel, Marble Blast. Okay, this is how to do a mega cheat of Marble Blast Golf. <laughs> mega cheat. Mega cheat. <laughs> I called it a mega cheat. I don't know. I didn't script this. We mainly thought it was a cheat because once we activated all the levels became unlocked. That's true. That's actually a good it point. It unlocked all beginner, intermediate, and advanced. Otherwise, you had to beat a level to move on and see the next one. That's a when good When you point. punch that in and quit out, every level became available. And that's why we thought it was a cheat code because it uh, gave us everything. Oh, yeah. True. That's why we were under that impression. True. But then we later more like found out like it's actually a full blown like level editor. You can manipulate things, import your own diff files, make missions. It's an missions. admin debugging tool, basically. Pretty it's much. What, yeah. It, what, uh, it's what the game developers would use to test everything without actually having to play everything. And the fun thing is nowadays those rooms have significant consequences in online games. And actually, circling back, um, I wasn't really clear on this earlier, but one of the cool things about Marble Blast Ultra the Xbox exclusive was it was a multiplayer game because now you could compete with everyone else rolling their marbles around you and it was kind of cool. But uh, yeah, this was... Um... World. Step one, enter a level. I'm entering this one. <laughs> there, Monster Studios. Oh, it says, says it. it. Yeah. Now that little squiggle button against the escape button. Oh, no. That little tilde key. It's called a... What's this? So is the tilde the squiggle or the other one? So... 
The squiggle is a tilde. Okay. The other one is a grave accent. Bless you. Yeah, I think it's Italian. <laughs> <laughs> it's called a grave accent. What is yeah. it actually used for? Um. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, it's still uh, on keyboards. So uh, it has to have some purpose. In, you're talking about the grave accent? Yeah. Okay, so in Final Cut Pro, the grave accent disables the clip connections, but other than that, I have no But we no can set that to any hotkey. Actually, I don't know if you can in Final Cut. I think it's only... I, I don't know, though. But you're right. I don't know what the grave accents. Is it a programming thing? Maybe is I have a, no because it's still on every keyboard. Or or it's the American thing of we're too stubborn to get rid of it. Now. Hang on. Okay. But, now I'm now we're going down this rabbit hole. I'm going to Google this. What is the grave accent used for? Now, just to remind people, you know, this is more of a, a fun show. We're not doing like lectures and massive research. So I'm just going to read the top result on Google, but take it with a grain of salt. A grave accent placed over a vowel is to indicate the vowel is open or lax, as in French, uh, I think that's how you pronounce that, has a distinct syllabic value, as in the English word beloved. So yeah, I guess it's for phonetics. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, oh. I hardly even use a comma, so at this <laughs> point it doesn't really matter. Oh gosh. <laughs> hey, top result on the Wikipedia excerpt on Google, jump to programming. So yeah, I guess it Okay, so that it's probably part, used in programming. That part I somehow knew, but heck if I know. I'm not a programmer, but uh, I'm curious now. It is... Programmers use the grave accent symbol as a separate character for a number of tasks. In this role, it is known as a back quote or a back tick. All right. Okay. You well, learn something new every day. You learn something new every day. So, yeah, back to this uh, lovely thing. You'll see a blank column right here. In here, type in this code. Dollar sign... T-E-S-T-C-H-E-A-T-S <laughs> equal sign, then type in one semicolon. I'm sorry, you failed the spelling bee. Yeah, right. So that was like the little code you typed in and you entered like that debugging mode or whatever you want to call it. Yep. So um Yeah, that was that was man, wow, this is where this started. The channel started September 16, 2007. This was uploaded November 11, 2007. So this was a this was early, and it has 85,000 views. I think it was the first video on the channel to break 10,000 views. So, where did we go from here? I mean, obviously, we were doing other things at the time. Like, we still had a, a focus on tech, but we were also doing some gaming stuff back then. Oh, what, what do you got? My Life in Reverse. Oh, yeah, we did a bunch of, like, little films where, like, My Life in Reverse was, like... Did we also, like, try to, like, mimic Smosh at one point? Yeah, we actually did. I did talk about that in episode one, so for those who didn't listen to that one, check that out. I talk about, like, the really... Or, wait, no, episode two, I talked about it. I talked about some of our really early videos, like the... Like, when we were mimicking... You know what? I was talking about this stuff in both episodes, actually. That's why I'm confused. I covered it in both episodes. I remember we were, we, had, we would, like, do the axe murderer. You know, we would reenact the axe murderer. The how to go on a date. Like, you were on the DVD. Yeah. Pop. Oh, you, my. You, you were the instructor that taught the character how to go, like, how to impress women. Just, like... That just, wasn't a Smosh knockoff. That was a Nigahiga, wasn't it? A Smosh did oh, was it? was it Smosh? Yeah, I remember Smosh did that, yeah. God, there are so many old YouTubers now that I'm just... Yeah. How much they've changed. Oh, yeah. I was getting super nostalgic about that stuff on an earlier episode. Like, I even uh, went to, is it a good idea to microwave this? Remember that? Jory Karen. Jory Something like that. Yeah, Jory Karen. Yeah. <laughs> is it a good idea to microwave this? Let's find out. Here at the Jory Karen Laboratory, safety is our number one concern. That's why we hide behind this aluminum like, yeah. tinfoil shield or whatever. Yeah. It's to protect our nuts. Because <laughs> nobody likes roasted nuts. Jeez, how do you remember that? It's crazy. <laughs> 
that was a good show. But yeah, more of that, um, I did talk about more of that stuff on episode one, so if you guys didn't listen to that, check it out. Uh, some awesome YouTube nostalgia there. <laughs> um, but for our channel, like, you know, it, it wasn't like the biggest, most popular thing, but like, it still gave us something to publish videos about kind of on a regular basis, because then other players started like noticing, and like people were watching this stuff and subscribing, so we were just doing, I don't know if we ever did like, videos of the game itself. I think what we jumped into was we made our own levels and we made videos of us running through them and we posted those online and it got attention. And then what we started doing was we put the the files online so people could download the levels and play the stuff we made. Um, so that's what we did and you know, hundreds of views ended up turning into thousands of views and I actually tried searching my YouTube archives and I can't find anything of the old Marble Blast episode. So I think I deleted them. Well, that's a bummer. Yeah, it's a bit of a bummer. But I think maybe the reason was is because I used copyrighted music in them, and back then you could get away with that. But nowadays, do we use copyrighted music or just like Garage Band iMovie music? No, tracks? I used I used um I used like actual like music music. Oh, but okay. like you know, I was thirteen. I didn't really know the significance of that. Um, maybe some different videos used like Garage Band music. But even nowadays, some of that stuff gets caught in the content ID system. Some of my old videos using, like, GarageBand loops, it'll okay, pop up. The I, like, the content systems now being used on YouTube and Twitch have many issues with just how fast they automatically report stuff. It can happen, yeah. A, a person on Twitch was recently banned, permanently, for having Skrillex copyright. Like he was playing Skrillex music or what? No, he's actually a cook on Twitch in his blender picked up the same sound as Skrillex Scary Monsters song. Wait, the it's, sound I'm is, not kidding. The sound the sound the, f- the sound the blender made. They now he repealed that. it. Yeah, okay. And he's got it fixed now, but he was still banned for a couple days because of using Skrillex copyright music and it was just his blender. That's stupid. <laughs> now, I get why like they have to jump on this automatically and quickly because otherwise lawyers are going to be slapping him in the face and whatnot if they don't do it, but like they got to find a way to meet us in the middle. Like, wow, that's crazy. Okay, I saw some tweets about blenders, and now this makes a lot more sense. Because <laughs> I didn't know the source. Like, what was... Oh, gosh. But anyway, um, we would release the files, and they called them mission files. So, like, you know, they didn't really call them maps. They called them missions. I guess that's just a torque um, engine thing. And, um, yeah, people would download them, and, like, the stuff got views. So what ended up happening was uh, later we started playing Marble Blast Platinum, which was made by... The modding community. Uh, I don't remember what was it called. Uh, let's see, who who were the guys behind it? Yeah, I don't remember the names of the people that made Platinum, but I do know. Um, you know, they've commented on some of the videos back in the day. But yeah, I'm blanking on them. I'm trying to Google it, and I'm not having a good time. <laughs> but we started uh, using their mod. We started making levels for that mod. We started posting videos about that, and um, started getting a little more traction there. And then. There was actually a time where on a live broadcast way back in the day, and this was before YouTube Live, I actually tried building a level in the Torque, like actual like Torque engine level editor, not inside the game, but actually with like the developer kit. And uh, basically it just, uh, it kept crashing. Okay, let's start off by, you know, clicking the top left area of that toolbox, which has the square, you know, create a simple little two by two to mm-hmm. square thing. Okay, now save it, whatever you want, and then dot map. And then what we need to do is go into your root files. Um, do you know where that, all that stuff is, like where it stores the maps and stuff? 
Yes, I do. And I don't know if uh, if you remember me telling you this before, that when I do that, it causes it to crash. Like that? Yeah. Oh, my. That's really weird. Does it mm. say... Can you scroll down a little bit? I need to see the rest of this. Because this is really weird. I've never had um, anything like this happen. Really? It's a Firewire device. Yeah, this is really, really weird. I've never seen uh, something like this before. I thought what you meant was um, during the conversion process, not the actual saving process. Live, of course. So I got nowhere. So anyway, that was a that was a good time. So then, you know, probably I don't know. That was that was like twenty ten ish. I feel like did 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 we both kind of fall out of it, or was it just me? Because I feel like we kind of stopped playing it for a while, like around twenty eleven or so. Yeah. So you were using a laptop, yeah, and I got okay. into like playing um like. Assault Cube and some other games that involve oh, yeah. like online communities. That's right. And we kind of just stopped playing like your computer central single player game. Sure. And you kind of stopped gaming for the longest time until like Portal and Half Life. That's came right. Out. I, I did get, yeah. Like that was like 2009. I probably got more into that because Portal was free. You know, Steam just came to the Mac. You get Portal for free and then it sucked me into the Valve world. Yep. Um, I think we tried play, we tried making some more videos when the Marble Blast Ultra game came to online because then we could actually play multiplayer. Yep. That was a bitch to screen record because it was a really intensive plug-in. We're talking like maybe 2010 hardware plus screen recording. You were lucky to get like 20 frames a second. Yeah, because you, me, and Jammer would play the game a lot. Jammer played it a lot. That's right. Yeah. Do you so, still talk to Jammer? Yeah, I still talk to him. Oh, okay. We, uh, we play League of Legends Clash on oh, okay. Sundays. It's the first like weekend of every month, so we get together and still play that every once in a while. Yeah, I haven't seen him. He's in... gotten into World of Warcraft, and oh, my oh, wallet yeah. doesn't let me do that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I still stay in touch with him. It's I, I've always wondered, like, man, it would be fun to try to get people back into the game and play it online, but I don't even know if you can play it online anymore. So you can't with instant action, but okay. like... Um, Platinum Quest and all that stuff, and I think the Marble Blast Ultra PC port still lets you do multiplayer, because back when we started doing this more, like in 2014, 2015, we brought it back. We, like, only strictly played online stuff on streams and stuff, because yep. then a bunch of people could play with us and interact. Man, and I remember those streams. Those yeah. were either very good or very bad. Yeah, so, like, sometimes, you know, every week, this was during the time I did a weekly tech news and gaming show, sometimes we would do a segment where we just played Marble Blast with the community, but there were sometimes streams that were just, like, hours straight of, like, only playing, like, Marble Blast Ultra PC port with people. And, um, I believe... Well, it was great playing until some of the speedrunners started joining. Well, I still think it was fun, even though I was getting my butt kicked. Oh, Is it... Is it fun losing fifty-seven to like three, two, one, one, zero when no one else scores? I, I mean, I, I don't know. I don't remember it being that. Bad. Oh, there were some games where it was really bad. Probably. But yeah, the last live stream that I can see on my record here was December seventeenth, twenty fifteen. That might have been the last time I played Marble Blast. Like, period. Um, and the last video we uploaded, this was also PC port online stuff, was March twenty fifth, twenty fifteen. Oh, that was a lucky save. That was a very lucky save. I, like, used the super speed and used the outside to try to... You remember that, how it oh looked? <laughs> yeah, I knocked you out. I remember that. Yeah, see, Jammer was playing with us for that Oh, game. yeah, Jammer was in this one. Yeah, I forgot Jammer was in there. That's right. Oh, yeah, the we called this show... Our Marble Blast videos were called All the Marbles. That was the name of the show, and I made this, like, little 
3D scene. I totally forgot about this like 3D scene. I recreated the environment in a 3D program with like physics and you know. Oh, that's pretty good though. Yeah, it actually looked kind of cool. <laughs> Cheetah 3D. It was Cheetah 3D. Yeah, I just took the textures from the game and like the normal maps and everything and imported them into Cheetah, and it basically maps the same way. So well, that works. Yeah, that was pretty fun. Put a physics engine in there. Bullet physics physics engine, in case people were curious. It's called Bullet. But yeah, so we um, played a bunch of that, and I remember, I think you were maybe in some of these streams, but when we started playing the PC port of Marble Blast Ultra, which again, guys, this wasn't official. Marble Blast Ultra only ran on the Xbox 360. This was a fan project. Some awesome people ported it to the PC, which made my day. I loved it, and it was free. When we would live stream us playing that game, and we would get people to join us, the developers contacted me one time and they were probably in the chat room too watching and they were like dude the traffic on our website goes like way up when you go live <laughs> so we ended up getting them a lot of traffic and one day they surprised me they put the computer clan logo on one of the marble skins which was really cool so when you download the game you can actually use our logo on the skin i don't know if it's still that way but oh I, wow i thought that was really cool and um yeah, I mean, I, I talk with them here and there. I haven't really talked with them much lately. I think the main one I see comment on my videos still every so often, Tommy, uh, I don't even think he does stuff with them anymore, but he was doing stuff with them for like years. So, you know, you got to move on to some different things sometime. But uh, yeah, it's been a long time since I played Marble Blast, but you said you played it like recently, right? Yeah, I play it recently because I, I nostalgically play games. Like I still play like Roller Coaster Tycoon 3 and oh, put yeah. children off a broken roller coaster into <laughs> a pit of water. <laughs> you let the, um, you break the track and the, the cars just go flying everywhere. I play Robot Arena 2 and just being older now and figuring out more things about the game, I have built like robots in that game that are ungodly broken. I've literally figured out how to instantly kill anyone in that game now. <laughs> It, so doing stuff like that, I've been playing Robot Wars. I've been playing. Oh um, really? Yeah. I've, oh man, I, I went through that stuff. whole thing again, and then totally forgot the first time I booted up that if you spend money on stuff and you can't sell it, and then I couldn't buy wheels, and I had to restart after the first like ten minutes. Like in-game currency. Yeah. Because like there, there was that stupid ass glitch, I, like programming problem, whatever. I don't know if they left it in there on purpose, but you know, you would pay to enter a tournament, and if you won the tournament, you would get, you know, a payout. Mm -hmm. But if you lose, you lose the money. But how do you get around that? Like, if you exit to the main menu before the tournament ends, you get your money back. Do you oh, remember I that? don't remember that. Oh, yeah. I think I had to do that before. Like, if you know you're going to lose, you can exit the tournament and you can get your money back. <laughs> I just keep playing the Japanese rooftop and I just sit on the corner of the glass and they all charge at me and fall down the yeah, center you and could, I just you win instantly. play on top of skyscrapers and stuff. It was... But no, so I was playing Marble Blast Gold and Marble Blast Platinum or is it Ultra, whichever one I have on my PC. And... I was just going through and playing the old levels, like playing the first expert level, which is like a purple roller coaster type looking level. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I was practicing like wall hits and I actually successfully wall hit off the back side and up over the back yeah. and like completed the level in like six seconds. So I've successfully done that in that level once as well. <laughs> but yeah, that actually kind of circling back to one thing, like when I would make these levels, like people would speed run them and post the videos. And that was the thing. Edge hitting was like, the best thing, if you could roll the marble fast enough and edge hit it in the right spot, you can bounce like across well, all you had, of the You had to level. have two skills. You had to be able to edge hit for one, and mm -hmm. then you had to be able to do everything diagonally. Because holding oh, like forward yeah. and W or forward and D made the ball spin faster because it was using both inputs instead of just one forward input. I totally forgot about that. But yeah, like part so you of had to, Yeah, you had to play diagonally to move faster. That's why if you watch speedruns, yeah, it's never true. a straight-on shot. It's always diagonal and that's sideways true. you're looking at people's cameras. That's true. Yeah, they always 
run diagonally and then do the edge hits. That's yeah, that's how you speed run in Marble Blast. Those are like the two master secrets. Well, there's maybe a third one we don't know, but uh, remember when you finally learned how to read texture stuff in that game? Like changing the skybox and yeah. stuff. Or, yeah, it's just the weird ass circuit board computer clan logo. Yeah, the, the, the last level I made was called Air Affair, and yeah, back in the day, a lot of our branding had like this circuit board kind of texture because you know tech, whatever. I used that image and I mapped that into the skybox, and it, I, I don't know, it looked kind of cool. But uh, yeah, we could we learned how to customize like everything because everything in the game was moddable. That's what was so cool about it. So yeah, I'm now looking up Israeli Red Dragon because I think his name is. Matan or Maiten, I don't know how to pronounce it, but uh, he was a, like a big like speedrunner, I guess, or a big player in this community. And he's also like you hear his voice in Marble Blast Platinum, like when he says "Ready, Set, Go." I think that's his voice. Mm -hmm. You can look up Marble Blast Gold movie. Oh yeah, that's right. On, he has that video. on YouTube. Yeah. yeah, let me see if that's still up here. I hope so. Marble Blast Gold, because that goes way back. Oh, yeah, Marvel has Gold, the movie, 12 years ago, Israeli RD, I guess he abbreviated his name. Yeah, 164,000 views. Well, let's see if he's still posting stuff all these days. Oh, gosh. He yeah. is. I'm subscribed to him. He's posting pretty I'm consistently. I'm subscribed, too. Holy crap, dude. I'm subscribed. I just, How I many guess, subscribers does he have? Uh, 20,000. Hmm, nice. I guess he still does post stuff. Yeah, he posted one three days ago, a week ago, two weeks ago. Yeah, he's actually like still actively posting stuff on here. Well, that's... I mean, that just goes to show, and these things have a couple thousand views each, so it shows that people are still into this. The the best thing is he's playing user levels that were made, and mm -hmm. some of them he's, like, he did a, he did a little short series, too, where he found the worst user-made levels ever. Oh, my gosh. He was like, look at how complicated this map is, and you see the end point all the way over here. Well, actually, it's invisible behind you, and he just rolls backwards, <laughs> and the map's over. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I'm just going to play one of these, see if... Um... He talks still in them. End of oh yeah, that's him. Yep. It's interesting seeing him in like you know smoother frame rates and stuff now because like back in the early YouTube days, like you, know, you didn't like my four one not fourteen forty p one hundred and forty four like forty one four four p Sony man. DV tape. I remember when videos started showing four eighty and I was hype. Like, I remember the widescreen transition, too, on YouTube, and I was like, what? Yeah, What's, from the box to so, widescreen. Something's wrong here. <laughs> and, and now, like, if something loads in 480, I just basically want a refund on my internet provider. Yeah. Um. Do you remember, like, maybe what your favorite level was that you made? Do, do you have any memory of that? Um. There was one I made that was, like, it was, like, something to, like, race to the giant gem or something. It, oh, crap. It just had one giant-ass gem. Like, I made it as big as I possibly could before it kept crashing the level editor. Mm -hmm. And I just basically took every single map and stringed it together in this long, convoluted, arduous piece of crap. It <laughs> yeah. was terrible. Honestly, it looked like, like an eyesore. Oh, my and gosh. I beat it, I think, one time, and it took, like, 23 minutes for me to actually get through the whole level. Oh my because gosh. as I got farther, I was so timid to make, like, hops and jumps and stuff because I didn't want to fall and die. Mm -hmm. And it just took ages. Gee. There was one level you have, uh, Master Complex. Yeah, I was so just thinking of that I one. still have the file for that. And I, I was practicing edge hits on it, and I actually beat the level in under a minute. Because you can edge hit after what? you double super jump right off the little strip of road by the skyscraper and hook all the way onto the platform up to the side. And you literally go across and down the loop-de-loop -loop map and you're done. That's it. But did you get the gems? Because aren't there gems in there? There's one at the very end. Oh. Okay. 
Um, so I skipped probably 90% of the map. Yeah, I re- I remember that one. That was a long-ass level. Just, again, not really, like, custom-built um, diff files. Those are the names of the objects, like, you know, that you actually roll on. Um, but I just took prefabricated ones. And Most of our levels were stringing other levels because we did because we didn't really we didn't know how to use the torque oh, editor. Yeah. And every time I tried using it on the Mac, anyway, it just it crashed. Anytime you tried saving a mission file, and yeah, gem collecting was another um, component, a mechanic of the game. You couldn't finish the level until you collected uh, all the gems. I mean, the whole mechanics of the game were you rolled the marble with your WASD keys. You were able to jump by using space. Mm-hmm. There were a set amount of power ups where you could hold one at a time, and you activated it by clicking. Mm-hmm. And you mouse had a, control. Yeah, you had the mouse control for your camera. And then the other thing was the gem concept, but not all levels had gems. Right. And you just had to collect all gems and get to the finish line. If there was no gems, you just had to get to the finish line. There was time trials, like you were saying, to get like a gold, silver, or bronze medal. Mm-hmm. But even if you completed the level past those times, you still beat the level. The goal was just to get to the end with all the gems or the end at any yeah. point. Yeah. I, yeah. I don't remember there being like a time limit. Yeah. There was never a limit. Yeah, I think on, like, the modded versions of the games, there were. Oh, really? I think so. Interesting. But that aside, the time limits, quote-unquote, came into play when you were competing on leaderboards and stuff. Because that got really competitive. Yeah. Well, this was super nostalgic. I appreciate you uh, talking about this. Before I move on to the next section here, where can people find you? Well, you can find me on YouTube as the Dyadcast. I am one of the members, along with my friend Jack, as we mentioned earlier before. We also have a Twitter where we just post random, <laughs> mainly things we're unhappy about in games. So, yeah. I mean, uh, I post a lot of stuff about League, and then I delete it later because I sound like <laughs> I'm five years old when I'm ranting. But So, we'll we'll chat on there briefly. We're always willing to talk with people. If you if you send us anything on Twitter and add us, we'll, we'll definitely respond. Same with YouTube. We try to respond to most of our YouTube comments because, again, we're just starting out and right. trying to get this. We started about three, four months ago. We got posting for about a month, and we ran into... Um, some video editing issues and a lot of audio issues where by the end of a recording, we were coming like six seconds out of sync with each other and we oh, couldn't figure worst. out why. And I was spending hours editing audio and we finally got it fixed. So I'm glad that we're able to get back on track with that. But we only have about a 300 subscriber base right now. And with that, we're interacting with everyone we possibly can and trying to respond and actually build a community. And mm-hmm. we're looking at possibly even starting on Twitch just because me and Jack have very different time schedules. So that will let us both do our own thing while still having content for YouTube. Sounds great. Yeah, I'll throw links to your stuff in the description and in the show notes. And I am new at podcasting. And I realized the description and the show notes are not the same thing. So I I was always saying show notes because I was like, oh, is description a podcasting or is that a YouTube thing? Apparently it's both. And sometimes people merge them, but, you know, it's usually better to keep them separate and... um, also, just in case people don't know, I also transcribe these. Well, a computer transcribes these, so it's like 85% accurate. And um, the one link in the description brings you to the transcription in case you want to read along. And the links and all that other cool stuff are in there as well. So yeah, I'll link Diadcast in the description and in the show notes. So uh, the next part here, I like to do a question of the day. And uh, I get the submissions through Twitter usually. And if anyone wants to submit their own question for me to answer... You can absolutely do that on Twitter at the Computer Clan. You can send me a DM. You can just send me, you know, an at reply. And if you want to stay anonymous, like just let me know. You can do that too. And this one today was submitted by Gene Ricks G3 on Twitter. I think I got the name all pieced together properly. And he asked, "What slash who was the inspiration for the Crazy Ken character?" And you know, Crazy Ken is like the staple of the Computer Clan. He's like Mickey Mouse's to Disney. 
And oh, oh, look, I just got sued by Disney. We'll take care of that email later. But uh, yeah, so Crazy Ken has grown really big and I'm probably gonna do a whole separate episode about his origin story, so don't worry. But just to start off quick, Crazy Ken, actually it started as a gaming series and then it turned into a, a, a tech thing. But um, it started just as like, this one day before I was about to go live, I broke a key on my keyboard and I was like freaking out on the conference call before I went live. And like, I jokingly called myself Crazy Ken because it had a nice alliteration to it, like Computer Clan, Crazy Ken. And like, that's how that started. And it evolved into a game show and then it evolved into the tech show and then it evolved into like a major part of the Computer Clan brand. So that's the quick and dirty answer, but I will definitely have a future episode that talks way more about the Crazy Ken story. Absolutely. I saw you making a face over there, Wave, so what were you thinking? I thought Crazy Ken came to be when you demolished that mappy controller into the door. So, I didn't actually... That was like... Okay, so for context, this was like a Pac, Miss Pac-Man, like Namco TV games controller thing. I threw that thing years ago. Was that before? That was year, I was like some fourth grader, and I got mad at a game, and I threw it at the ground. This was years after that. Okay. The first game I played on a Crazy Ken show, this was back when it was Crazy Ken's classic games or something like that, was Mappy. So that's maybe that's why. That's why. Okay. Yeah. So, kind of to bring it all back together, 2002, this awesome little game called Marble Blast came out there. And uh, in a, starting in 2007, we started picking it up on the YouTube channel with some friends and we would make videos about it. And that was one of the things that started getting us the views. There's one thing we didn't talk about. What? How did we find the game? Real Arcade. So this was like Steam, but like its own brand. I think, um, I forgot who owned it back then, but I think Game House acquired him now. But yeah, it was a little like uh, app you would install on your PC and it was a game catalog. And we found it in there one day and like you could click it, play for 60 minutes for free and then you had to pay 20 bucks. And back then, like when us and our friends were like, what, nine years old? Like 20 bucks was an incredible amount of money. So the day that any of our parents bought us a game on there was like a magical day. <laughs> oh yeah. So we found it on Real Arcade and that's how we started playing that. And now this was a couple years before the channel, mind you. Um, this was probably like 2004, 2005, maybe even earlier. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah I would say 04. Yeah, that's so that's when that started. So yeah, Marvel Blast, that was one of the things that put the Computer Clan on the map. And there were some other things too, which I will talk about in future episodes, including a little cartoon I used to do called Computer Showdown. That was one of the earliest things that put me on the map as well. And uh, that's a, a different story for a different time. So make sure you subscribe and stay tuned for that because there's a lot more to come. And if you like the podcast, feel free to leave a review or just a simple rating on your podcast app of your choice. And if you wanna help fund the future of the Computer Clan, which means the YouTube channel, and the No Cameras Allowed podcast, feel free to pledge to my Patreon, which is patreon.com slash crazyken, crazy with a K. I also have that link in the description, so thank you very much for your support. Anything else you wanted to say, Wave, while we're here? No, I want to thank you for having me. It was nice being nostalgic about some Love it. <laughs> games that, I mean, like I said, I still once in a while play them when I need to get off multiplayer games because I'm just hardcore raging and feeding. But, but it's nice to just do single player, yeah. I do... I do miss the old days of some of those games and when that was the thing to be doing. Oh, totally. Yeah. But yeah, guys, just Google Marble Blast. You don't necessarily have to play it, but like just look into it just to kind of get a feel for it. I'll have some links in the show notes to some other videos uh, if you just want to get a feel. Um, I could probably link some of my own videos in there too if I can track them down right. All right. Well, guys, thanks for tuning in. 
Stick around for more. No cameras allowed. Thank you for listening. Thank you for watching The Computer Clan on YouTube. And as always, catch the crazy and pass it on. Thank you.